Hey friends, listen, there's got to be a better way to find, support, develop the next generation of church leaders for your team. Where is the next you coming from? We've all been talking about this really since I graduated from college, which is a lifetime ago. I remember and still know what it's like to have enough time to do day-to-day ministry, all the things that are on your plate as an executive pastor or lead pastor, a person leading a department without chasing the leads and following up the resumes and onboarding people. And then on top of all that, if you really are having an eye to do that in the context of a developmental pipeline for Gen Z, listen, friends, this is where the good people over at Leadership Pathway come in. They have experienced in all of this and they've collectively interviewed thousands and thousands of ministry leaders to help them take their next step in ministry. They will help you launch a leadership residency. This is really what you should be doing, thinking two, three years down the road. So you'll have a whole group of young leaders ready, willing, and trained in your ministry. Really, this leadership residency will be custom fit to your organization. So hit up their website, leadershippathway.org forward slash unseminary. There's an interesting article there that you really should grab if you're looking for your next hire. Again, friends, leadershippathway.org forward slash unseminary. Where is the next you coming from? I firmly believe that's coming through a custom residency program that you should be launching soon. Leadershippathway.org forward slash unseminary today. Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Well, hey, friends, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. So glad that you have decided to tune in. You know, every week we try to bring you a leader who will both inspire and equip you. And today's no exception. It's our honor, really our privilege to have Patrick Lencioni with us. You probably have heard of him before. He's one of the founders of The Table Group, uh, which is really a pioneering organization around uh, organizational health. They really do a fantastic job. Started in 1997 as the president of The Table Group. Pat spends his time speaking, writing about leadership, teamwork, and organizational health, as well as consulting with executives and their team. He's also the author of 13 books, which have sold a crazy number, 6 million copies, translated in 30 languages. His latest book, which we're going to talk about today, The Six Types of Working Genius. Pat, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. I'm so excited. When I saw this on my schedule a few weeks ago and woke up this morning, I thought, this is the kind of podcast I love to do. I love to (laughs) speak to your audience. And uh, so I'm a kid in a candy store today. Uh, so honored that you that you'd come on. Really appreciate it. What, what did I miss there? Kind of fill out your story. What parts of you know Patrick do we want to let people know, in on? You know, I mean, I I I always like when people go, Pat Lincioni, here he is. That's it. <laughs> you know, <what> I, mean? <laughs> I think the one thing that your audience might be interested in is ten year, almost ten years ago, I started an organization with another gentleman called the Amazing Parish. And though I work mm-hmm. with like, I work with, I know a ton of mega church pastors and pastors in different denominations mm-hmm. and Christian evangelical, all mm-hmm. that I'm Catholic. And we started an organization mm-hmm. called the amazing parish 10 years mm-hmm. ago that really serves pastors in Catholic churches who went to seminary and didn't learn how to lead, didn't learn how to develop teams. Mm-hmm. And, and we help them with that in a very spiritual prayerful way. So I love <laughs> this audience, not only from my evangelical friends, but I'm steeped in it mm-hmm. in the Catholic church as well. So this is fun. Yeah. 
Love it. I, I have to confess, I said this before we got on air, I have been following you for a while, did not know about The Amazing Parish until I was doing research for this, and I checked it out. It looks amazing. So yeah, friends, you should go and check out that website. It's really easy to find, uh, amazingparish.org, if you want to check that out. It would be a great thing. And you know what's an interest? What I love is so many of my evangelical friends have actually come to our annual conference mm, where we bring it. people there. And, and we're partners with North Point and Andy and the, and the folks mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. who you're love friends it. with. Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. serving churches and we're helping them and they've come to our mm-hmm. conference. And so, yes, mm-hmm. yes, ladies and gentlemen, in this time of persecution and craziness in the world, evangelicals, Protestants, Catholics are all realizing we're all brothers in Christ. So it's wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I was and just sisters. in London. And a couple couple weeks ago, and spent a bunch of time with, with an organization called Alpha, and oh. there's a, you know, a lot of the huge Catholic compo- component within that. And I had dinner with a guy across the table. We spent a whole night talking, and it was it was fascinating, you know, sharing across the table about our ministries, how similar, you know, we really are for sure. Well, and let yeah. me tell you, the evil one hates the idea that we're talking, and I, I, I mean, that. <laughs> so that's but true. That is very years true. ago. Yeah. I had the chance to go to London and go to speak at. Um, um, the conference there and meet the mm-hmm. alpha folks and, and mm-hmm. be, be involved with the, with the folks that do that on the Catholic side as well. It's wonderful to see how we're cooperating and working together. It's great. It's very and good. Nikki Gumbel. That's what it, is. it was. Nikki Gumbel. Nikki Gumbel. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Well, I'm really looking forward to diving into your most recent work here, Working Genius, the six types of working genius. Talk to us about it. What is this model? You know, let, give us a sense of what, what we're talking about here today. Essentially, this is this is two things. It's a model mm-hmm. for understanding yourself, the gifts God gives you when it comes to getting real work done, like to the specifics mm-hmm. of which kind of task activities mm-hmm. give you joy and energy and God intended mm-hmm. you to do because it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which kind did he not give you and it drains you of your joy and energy <laughs> and feeling guilty about not being good at that is not good. It's not good. Mm. And, and that's how I developed it. And I came about, I came upon this by accident in trying to address my own frustration at work. Mm-hmm. I was finding myself grumpy at work for 20 right. years off and on, even though I worked with wonderful people doing something I loved, but I would often drift into grumpiness and I couldn't figure it out. And somebody finally said, Hey, why are you like that? And I, fi- and I said, I don't know. And by the grace of God, I came up with this model just for myself. Mm. And then we found out people were we're just we're we're saying no. This is universal. This helps me, and and so it went crazy. But what what this also mm-hmm. is is not just an individual tool, but it is the fastest and most transformational tool for teams to mm. better appreciate one another, readjust how they get things done in an organization, yes. and certainly in a church, yep. so that they can lean into their geniuses more, and yep. and call other people to work up into their geniuses. It is mm-hmm. such a wonderful tool. As it turns out, God made us to need one another. We don't, none of us have everything. <laughs> right. Love it. The, uh, and I want to, we're going to talk about the assessment. I had a chance to take it and uh, it was fantastic, but we'll get a chance to talk to that. One of the things I loved was uh, you've got these kind of six different types and they spell out the word widget, like wonder, invention, discernment, galvanizing, enabling, tenacity, widget. That seems kind of crazy to me that you use that as, an, uh, you know, as the, the, the word. Well, let me tell you, it was mostly by accident. <clears throat> so we got, <laughs> as we were, we were really coming up with like, what's the right word for each of these, yes. these geniuses. And yeah. we got, it was W and I and D and G. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not going to make it spell widget. I'm not going to do that. And then we were <laughs> struggling with a word for the the fifth one. And we were like, there's only one word and it's, it's enablement. It's like in the, in the good way. 
enabling yes. others to, and when I got to that, I said, now I'm going to find a darn T word because it's not going to be widgel or widger. So we, and we found a great T word. So we didn't do it on purpose. In fact, we were kind of worried about doing it that way. Cause it sounded yes. like, did you do that on purpose? Most of yes. it was by accident. And then we said, okay, we're going to, yeah. we're going to finish it. So, so why don't you take us through that a little bit, kind of unpack that a little bit, give us a sense of the model. Talk us through what that, uh, you know, what those, what those six are. Great. So I'm going to do it in the order in which they generally occur in getting things done, although nothing's that Mm -hmm. neat and tidy. And I'm going to start from the highest altitude, the first thing down to the lowest, like landing the Mm -hmm. plane. So the first Mm -hmm. thing, the first genius, which most Mm -hmm. people who have this don't think it's a genius because mostly Mm -hmm. they've been either criticized or kind of looked at funny when they do it, but it's critical. Mm -hmm. It's the first step in anything is the genius of wonder. Mm. The genius of wonder, the W and, and people that have this genius and it's completely God given Mm -hmm. are naturally Mm -hmm. inclined to, and are fed by asking questions and thinking about things at a high level Mm -hmm. about possibilities and potential and, Mm -hmm. and, and asking questions like, is there a better way? Is this enough? Mm -hmm. Should Mm -hmm. we be rethinking this? Mm -hmm. Why why are things like this? And why do we do it this way? Mm. And and it's, it's, it's how this model came about. My colleague, Amy said to me one day, why are you like that? What goes on? <laughs> and, yes. and that question, somebody says, and this is true in any kind of organization, is there mm-hmm. a better way to do ministry? Right. Is, is the way we're doing youth outreach, is it, is this really working? Mm. They're, they're not saying they have the answer, but they're the ones that right. look at it and go, I'm going to ask the question. Right, And it's critical. And there are certain people that are naturally inclined to doing that. And it's a beautiful genius. And we mm-hmm. need to realize that without it, our organizations, right, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, or we keep doing the same thing. Right, I, right. I had a group of, of executives of a multi-billion dollar tech company mm-hmm. who had been behind the curve in innovation for years. They had no new mm-hmm. products and they were mm-hmm. just living off of their old products. And when they mm-hmm. saw their, their, their team profile, they realized nobody on their on their leadership team had W. In mm-hmm. fact, it was worse than that. Almost everyone had it as one of their working frustrations, their least. Oh gosh, they were thing. repelling it. They were pushing it away. Exactly. Absolutely. And the CFO, wow. who certainly was not a wonderer, said, "If we don't learn to wonder, we're never going to figure out this market." Wow. Wow. So, that's so great. we need people to do that. But that's not enough. Somebody mm-hmm. has to ask the question that somebody else says, "Oh, please, please, the next genius." Mm-hmm the genius of invention. Please let me try to come up with something new. Mm-hmm. That's that person mm-hmm. who goes, oh, I can think of a better, let me think of a, give me, give me a whiteboard with nothing on mm-hmm. it and a pen and I will come <laughs> up with a new way to do youth outreach. Yes, you yes. Know? This is one of mine and your working geniuses. Mm-hmm. I've seen your results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and I are not intimidated by, in fact, we're attracted to the need for a new way. Yes. I wait. Yes. And you know what else? Rich, we do this even when it's not necessary. And that's how you know it's a, you know it's right. a genius because right. like I would like to do this all the time. And it's okay right. for people to say, hey, Rich, I love your invention, man. God gave you a great <laughs> gift, but this is not the right medium for it. Right. <laughs> you yes, know, let's do that you know, spot. Right. You're about to roll mm-hmm. something out and I'm in a meeting in my company mm-hmm. and, and I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, I have an idea. And people go, wait a second, mm-hmm. wait a second, wait a second. I think mm-hmm. we're done with the idea phase for now. We're mm-hmm. like two mm-hmm. days from implementation. We've got the plan. We're doing great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes it's a genius that we're not supposed to use, and that's okay. Right. So I when I read when I read this, took this, you know, your assessment and and 
rolled through it. This particular piece of it really stood out to me as true for years, probably 20 years, when someone would ask me, hey, what is it that you actually do? Because they try to, you know, sometimes be an executive pastor who's not on the stage all the time. People wonder, what is your job? Like, what do you do around here? And I would always say, the shorthand, I would say, my job is I live at the intersection of vision and execution. I love taking the, where are we headed? The wonder in your language, the wonder, what do we think that God's calling our church to do? And then actually figuring out how we're going to go and do that. Like, let's actually, so it is like a little bit of vision casting. It is, I, I have to, and I, and I can live in that space, but then I love then saying, okay, let's figure out what that looks like. Let's go make it happen. Right. Well, and we're going to get to let's go make it happen. I love that mm-hmm. that you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there's wonder and invention. And those two, okay. the first two yep. are what's called yep. ideation. That's where new ideas okay. come from. Okay. okay. Love it. By the way, I've had, I had, we had a pastor right after this model came out. He took the assessment and he wrote to us and he said, I thought I was a, a fraud and I should have never been a pastor. He'd been a pastor for over 10 mm. years. And he goes, I thought I was a failure and I, I picked the wrong oh, profession. Wow. And he said, wow. I realize now I just don't have W or I. And so mm. writing a homily, writing a sermon mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. really hard for him. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at his type and I said, do you like to counsel people? He goes, oh, I love to. Do you like to come alongside mm-hmm. people where they're at in their discipleship journey? Oh yeah, I do. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, a pastor is not a pastor is not a pastor. Right. All you right. need to do is okay. find somebody on your team or somebody that you know who's good at WI mm-hmm. and spend a few hours with them every week and they're going to help you. But don't mm-hmm. feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And it was, right, he said, right, it, right, right. it changed his whole view of his pastorship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love so, it. so those first two, wonder invention, then we get mm-hmm. to the deed, discernment. Mm-hmm. Discernment is a God-given gift of using your judgment, your intuition, your instincts, mm-hmm. pattern recognition, and integrative thinking. It's people that just kind of have a sense. You give them a problem, and it's not about data or expertise, but they have great, they look at things and they just see things and they go, this, mm. I think this is the right thing to do. And they're mm. usually right. And, mm-hmm. they, and it is an absolute gift. Some people mm. just think that way. Mm-hmm. I love to tell the story of Tracy, a woman in my office mm-hmm. who has mm-hmm. great discernment. Mm-hmm. When my wife and I are talking about just about anything, like should we refinance our house or where should we go on mm-hmm. vacation or, or how should we <laughs> handle this? Or does this look good? Or what kind of car should we get? Yes. Here's the, Laura will say, ask Tracy. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So good. I think the last three cars I bought, I finally said, Tracy, I don't know. What do you think? She goes, you need this. And I'm like, I <laughs> love it. Yes. Yes. And you know, what's uh, funny. She said mm-hmm. when she was a kid, her friends would ask her for mm-hmm. advice because she always oh, had. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we all know people like that, right? We all know those people right. that it's like they, they're just in our orbit and, and we just want to listen to what they have to say. And they're, yeah, they're very discerning. I love that. And that's so good. Right. And it's a God given mm. talent and it's yeah. real. Cool. And when you say to cool. them, prove it with data, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. That's not my thing. I, I right. don't know. That's not how I make decisions. <laughs> yes, so so discernment is great because when people invent something, like yep. you're an inventor, Having Mm -hmm. somebody that can come along and discern it and go, hey, three of your ideas are pretty good. This one's fantastic. This one here would never Mm -hmm. work. This one needs Mm -hmm. a little bit more work. So we had a guy write to us and say that Mm -hmm. for years he thought, he he kind of thought his wife didn't Mm -hmm. like him. She was Mm -hmm. against him. And he said for their anniversary, they took the working genius assessment. He goes, goes, I'm an inventor and I come up with new ideas all the time. And every time Mm -hmm. I come up with a new idea, she tells me what the flaws are. Oh, and he wow. goes, I thought she was like trying to crush my enthusiasm. And they took the assessment and her lead genius was discernment. 
So he oh, okay. would give her a new idea and she'd say, the way I love you is to try to give you feedback because I want it to work for mm. you because I love you. Mm-hmm. And it changed their marriage. Interesting. So love it's it. one of those things we, we often judge people like you're criticizing me because you don't like me. And it's like, oh no, I'm a discerner. And that's mm. how I love on people as I give them advice. Mm-hmm. So love discernment it. Love it. So is good. the third one. Yes. Okay. And Great. The, and the next one comes to one of yours, Rich. Yes. And that is galvanizing. galvanizing. Yeah. And that's the G. And that is people that wake up every morning and love to inspire people to act. They love to remind people to <laughs> exhort people. Exhort yes. exhortation is a great word. You yep. know, they're like, come on, you can do this. We can do this. Right. Right. So right. Your, your two geniuses are invention and galvanizing. We, the mm-hmm. word we use for that pairing is the evangelizing innovator. Mm-hmm. They come yeah, up with new ideas. That, yeah. yeah. When I read that, again, that did, that did resonate. I was, um, and I posted on social. I was like, okay, so I took, uh, took the working genius. For those folks that know me, what do you think? And you know, it's that little thing on Instagram where they can pull the bar and it was a hundred percent of the people said a hundred percent of it. Like they were like, yes, that was, that's very much you, this idea of somebody who is out, you know, evangelizing saying, Hey, let's, let's, let's pull this thing together. Let's make this thing happen. We can do this, you know, whether it's in lots of different areas of my life. So that's kind of fun. By the way, a little, a little personal uh, feedback. I, I, I know a lot of IGs, GIs like Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I found about all of them, I love them. They're some of my favorite people. But when I Mm -hmm. first meet them, I always suspect that they're not authentic because I can't believe Mm. anybody could be so excited so often. (laughs) And then my third interaction. Pat, this is the first time we've met. I've had that feedback from people in my life in the past where people have said, they're like, are you like, yeah, like they would say, like after we're friends for a little bit, they were like, when I first met you, I was like, is this guy real? Like, is he, is he really honest in that way? Which is so funny. So that's great. Love it. So fun. Yeah. And praise God that this actually works. You know, I don't think mm. I invented it. I think I discovered it. I, I really mm. do believe God mm, like great. anointed me with like, Hey Pat, here's an insight that can help other people who are right. feeling guilty about themselves or are judging mm. others without mm-hmm. understanding. St. Francis of Assisi said, you know, seek to understand Mm-hmm. more than to be understood. And the more we can understand mm-hmm. other people, the, then the more they can understand us too. So anyway, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're a galvanizer. Now here's the thing Love about it. me. I'm mm-hmm. not, but I've okay. learned how to do it and I, mm. I can do it well, but mm. I don't like it. Oh, and interesting. So okay. That's how this whole model came about, Rich. I would come to work every day, ready to invent and discern. Mm-hmm. And people would go, well, you're the best galvanizer we got. So galvanize us, galvanize us, galvanize uh, okay, us. Okay. 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 And it was burning me out. Mm, and, interesting. And, and so sometimes just because you're good at something doesn't mean that's actually what you're called mm. to do. Mm. You know, I love that. I love that idea that when you make a decision, go where you're where you find peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. And 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 if you don't have peace in when you're doing something, but people say you're great at it, maybe there's that there's probably something a little bit wrong there. You know, when Barry mm-hmm. Sanders, the football player, if you follow football mm-hmm. retired, mm-hmm. like the best running back ever retired when he was like 28. Yeah, and that's crazy. And you know why? I don't think he loved it. He was just good at it. Right. And right. God really does call us to spend as much time as possible in the things he gave us that give us joy and energy. Mm-hmm. Love it. So this isn't just about talent. It's about joy and energy yes. where we, and that's where usually our talents lie. Mm-hmm. So you're that. a galvanizer. You love doing that. I do. Actually, I've I've seen that many. So what what's the, what are your two? You said wonder is your first. Are you W I? Is that what you said? No, I'm I N D. So I'm an oh, inventor okay. and a discerner, and that's mm. called a discriminating 
um, ideator, which means okay. like when I come up with new ideas, this is going to sound very immodest, but, but humility is not being falsely modest. Humility is actually acknowledging what is true. Mm. And, and since we know we're not God and it's a gift, um, mm. acknowledging your gifts is not a violation of humility. In fact, to deny your gifts is because right. they're right. a gift. How can I brag yes. about my gifts? So yes, yeah. when I come up with new ideas, a, a disproportionately high number of them turn out to work because, yes. because I, I have this loop of invention and discernment, invention and discernment. So by mm. the time I, I put it out there, I've already kind of evaluated it. Mm, okay. And so okay, it's just kind of how it works. Now I yeah, suck yeah. at a bunch of other things. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now these That's last two, ena- uh, yeah, enablement and tenacity. Those are the last two. Talk us through what those are. Those are both your and my working frustration. <laughs> By the way, yes. Rich, you know what a working frustration is? A working frustration to compare it. Your working genius is like pouring coffee into a Yeti mug and putting a lid on it. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. It holds yeah. the it holds the heat for hours and hours. <laughs> your working genius, you could spend a, an entire day in your working genius and feel like I'm not really tired, you know. Right. Yes, yes. The the, the next two areas mm-hmm. are what we call your working competency. That's like pouring coffee into a cup and putting a lid on it, a regular plastic coffee cup. It'll hold it mm-hmm. for a while. You can do mm-hmm. that. Your mm-hmm. working frustration is the coffee cup you pour into and it's got a hole in the bottom of it. Mm. it's going to drain you of joy and energy. And it's hard to spend much time, certainly over a period of time. We really Mm -hmm. aren't designed to spend a lot of time in our areas of working frustration. And Mm -hmm. so the next area, which is both your and I working frustration, it's hard to admit this as followers of Jesus, but the next (laughs) genius is called enablement. And it's a beautiful thing. It's not enabling an alcoholic or a drug addict. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. enabling people by coming alongside them and helping them with whatever they need. Okay. And there are people yep. who have a God-given gift, and you all know mm-hmm. it because you see it in your organizations. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, I need help, their energy, they're like, oh, please, I want to help you. What do you Pick need? Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Because they love to help on your terms. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I love to help people too, but when somebody asks me for help, I want to invent and discern for them. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. necessarily want to give them what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. Um the best explanation I have of this one is when my wife says to me, Pat, I, I need your help this weekend. Before she even tells me what it is, I start to feel a little bit drained. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then I said, oh, 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 okay. What do you need help with? She says, I need help cleaning the garage. So now I'm even a little lower. Mm-hmm. So what I immediately go to my, my strengths and I say, are you sure we need to clean the garage? Tell me why you think we need to clean it. That's my discernment. <laughs> Love it. Yes. And she'll say, I don't want your discernment. Trust me, yes. we're going to, I need to clean the garage. Then I go, okay, so what's your system? Maybe we can come up with a new way to do this. And she says, mm-hmm. I don't want your invention. I just yeah, want just, you to stand in the corner. And when I hand you a box, I want you to put it where I tell you to. Yes. <laughs> that is paralyzing to me. Mm, yeah. And there are other people that are like, no, 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 no. I will get joy out of just watching this person get what they need. Mm-hmm. And that is Love a God given genius. Mm-hmm. Now, I still have to do it sometimes, Rich. Right. Yes. But there are certain jobs that would require me to do that every day that would send me into the loony bin. Right. Right. And that's why one man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm-hmm. And God didn't give anyone everything. Mm-hmm. And I would be a really bad nurse. 
Right. But I'd be a really good <laughs> diagnostic doctor. I like it. I would be right. the one in the emergency room where people come in and I would like have to use my discernment to quickly evaluate right. all the Figure variables. What's going on? Yeah. Love right? it. Love it. Yeah, totally. But then if somebody said, okay, just give these people whatever they need, mm-hmm. it would be really hard for me. Not because I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. I thought for, for the last 55 years, that meant I was a bad mm-hmm. person. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just not a gift. Right. So right. it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation. Yep. Makes sense. And then tenacity. The last one is tenacity. This mm-hmm. is the genius of finishing things and plowing through obstacles and crossing things off the list and meeting the numbers and, and fulfilling mm-hmm. the, the, the standards. And there are mm-hmm. people who wake up in the morning, I call them freaks, <laughs> no, I love them, but I'm not one of them, who say, give me something to do that I can finish and see yep. the results of it. And that gives me joy and energy. Love Rich, it. I'm the opposite. I get... Mm-hmm halfway through a project and I think it's largely solved and I want to move on Mm. to the next thing. (laughs) Yeah. What is the next thing? Yeah. I don't have angst when things aren't yet finished, which is why I need people around me. And if I'm a Mm -hmm. pastor of a church, Mm -hmm. executive pastor, whatever, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one executive pastor is not the same as another one and another one. Right. 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 So you have to know what gifts God gave you Mm -hmm. and then invite people to work with you that fill in your gaps. Mm -hmm. And so if you're the pastor, an executive pastor, and the pastor of your church is is really like the the preacher, mm-hmm. the preaching pastor mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. strong in certain areas, you're probably going to have to fill in some gaps. Yes, yes, yeah. And and but more importantly, then even the two of you mm-hmm. can't do it all. And then you're going to build no. a team around you and say, hey, let's look at our team map because when yes. a team fills this out, they get a map with everyone's type on it, and mm-hmm. they look at it and they go oh, we're totally exposed over here. We don't have anybody doing enabling. Right. I, was, I was in a church organization that had no enablers. Right. Well, I, I, you know, yeah, that is interesting. So I, that's actually, I, very quickly, as, when I did the assessment, I could see very quickly how this could work so well in a team environment. I like how you've laid out even just the widgets. You know, it makes sense how kind of ideas flow from just a you know, an idea all the way through to execution or tenacity, you know, how do we move the, the thing all the way through? I, I love that. Talk me through what it looks like in a team environment. Go a little bit deeper on that. Cause I think there are people who listen in around these assessments and it's like, it's like, they're just cynical. They're like, oh gosh, another one of these, you know, personality assessments. I don't blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do this. Tell me how this works and how could I roll this out? Well, okay. I love this. Um, first of all, I like people that are skeptical because mm-hmm. that means they're not going to just take anything. And when you convince them that it has value, then they're mm-hmm. on, they're on board even more. So I like that. Yep. yep. And I did not think the world needed another assessment. I like them all. Mm. I like Myers-Briggs. I like mm. um, DISC. I, I've done them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what I didn't have is one that translated quickly to how to put people in roles right. that brought yes. them alive. Yes. This, this assessment takes 10 minutes to fill out. Mm-hmm. And you look at your results and like you said, and it, the, mm-hmm. the face validity is super high. Like mm-hmm. people are like, this mm-hmm. is me. And then when mm-hmm. you look at on a team, 15 minutes later, everybody in the room is going, oh crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know why we do that really well. And why mm-hmm. when we have to do something like this, it doesn't work well. Now I know mm-hmm. why Mary is burning out because she's the only tenacity person on the team and she's landing <laughs> the plane every day. Yes. Yes. And not why, you know, and it explains so much. So I think mm-hmm. 
the 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 immediacy of benefit of this is like mm-hmm. nothing we've ever experienced. I know my Myers Briggs mm-hmm. type. I just don't know what does that mean. I should do what every does that day. Mean? Yes, yes. Or who I should interact with, or what is you know when we think about projects and we think about doing things. That was the thing that that struck me as I was like, oh, okay, I could see how this could work within our organization. Which I, I just yeah. think is a, that's a gift to people for sure. Uh, here's another thing. I think, by the way, churches are more important than any other organization in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's family, the home mm-hmm. church, and then there's mm-hmm. churches. And the software yep. company down the street or the restaurant or whatever else, the church mm-hmm. is more important. It's people's souls. Mm-hmm. So I think that we should have higher standards. Well, I think it's beautiful when a church becomes a source of wisdom for people in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that churches should be introducing this not only to their staff and volunteers, mm-hmm. but to their congregation. Mm, and saying, love it. let us, as your, as your church, mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. us help you understand what God gifted you with so mm-hmm. that you can bring that into your home and into your workplace mm-hmm. because church is relevant everywhere. So, you know, I love that Dave Ramsey, who's a friend of mine, mm-hmm. Financial Peace University has brought so mm-hmm. many people to Jesus because yes, they're like, yes. I'm, I'm struggling with my finances. Well, here's a biblical way to understand your mm-hmm. finances. Well, mm-hmm. I think that this is a very God-centered way to help people understand what, they, what they're meant to do. Oh, I love and, that. And, and it doesn't only apply to, to work like when you're at work at your church or in your right. job. It applies to work at home. Mm-hmm. Love it. My wife and I, our marriage changed because we realized the combination of our working geniuses left us exposed into areas that caused a lot of arguments over the years. Mm. And now we have grace for one another mm-hmm. and we are outsourcing things that we thought we felt guilty about before, but we're just bad at. Mm, okay. So it's Makes really sense. changed our, our marriage and our home life as well as our work life and our, and, and the parishes that use this in the, in the Catholic world and the churches mm-hmm. that use it in the evangelical and Protestant world are mm-hmm. just finding it to be really, um, it allows them to reduce guilt and judgment and increase mm-hmm. morale and fulfillment. Yeah, I can see that. I was I was going to ask you if there's any examples from a church, Catholic or otherwise, uh, who have used this on kind of a wide, you know, kind of a wide margin, like you're saying, they're a wide part of their church. Because I, I could see that as a, a real gift to a church. Do you have an example of that? Oh goodness, I mean, yeah, I mean, the the pastors. Some pastors are like I know pastors who are WIs, right? Mm-hmm. So which mm-hmm. means is they're they're the crea- that's called a creative dreamer, and they can just yep. go for a walk in a park and come up with three homilies or sermons. Yes, and, yes, and, and they preach, and then they go, mm-hmm. and like in the Catholic world, so mm-hmm. it's a, a particularly challenging because we don't have executive pastors. Mm-hmm. We're trying to right, teach them right. to do that more. Like, right. no, we need to have a team, and you need to to give mm-hmm. some responsibility to others. Mm-hmm. But there's pastors that don't really like counseling. Right, right. Like yeah. E and D, let's say, are their frustrations. And they feel really mm-hmm. guilty. Like, I know Catholic pastors who don't like to do the sacrament of confession. Now, they don't have a choice, they have to do it, but mm-hmm. that's not the thing that gives them the most energy and joy because that's a very mm-hmm. pastoral role. It's a counseling right, right. and traditionally and pastoral. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a preacher and I love coming mm-hmm. up with new ideas and I like mm-hmm. looking at what's going on and what people need to hear. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're not a bad person. That's a mm-hmm. beauty. Now mm-hmm. find, build up a counseling ministry. Mm-hmm. And when you go do your confessions, offer that up to God and say, God, I'm going to go do something that's hard for me. But rather mm-hmm. than feel guilty about that, mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into that and say, 
I'm going in there to do something that's hard and I can do it for two hours a week. Yes. And say, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Uh, we have a guy in our office named Matt who you met. He, um, he does not like tenacity that much. So when mm. he has to do tenacity work, he goes into one of our offices and he goes, I'm going into the tea cave. I'm coming out in two hours <laughs> and we're, and he comes out and he's like, yes, I finished yes. all those things. <laughs> I did it all. Check the list. Right. Whereas we, you know, I'll tell you a really, really quick story is when I was a kid, I, my mm-hmm. dad used to try to get me to mow the lawn with him and I did it out of duty, but I hated it. Mm-hmm. And sure, I felt like sure. a bad son. <laughs> and okay. I, yeah, yeah. And I carried that forever. And I realized he wanted me to do it. He wanted me to be an enablement and tenacity person, follow him around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll tell me what to do. I'll mm-hmm. do it. And I have to do it perfectly. And it was right. exactly my working frustrations. Right. And so it. here I am 50 years later going, oh, oh. I wasn't a bad son. <laughs> Whereas yeah, funny. If, you- if, if, he, if he had said, hey, Pat, I want you to look at the, the yard and I want you to envision how you think it should look and yeah, come yeah. up with a way to do it. I'm not saying he should have done that, but I would have been yeah. like, yes, invention, <laughs> discernment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love he needed it. needed ET work. Well, this seems to me like, yeah, I love this. Uh, and isn't that true? That feels like a very true statement. I'm a little bit younger than you, not that many years younger. And I do feel like in this, this age is, is about figuring out our childhood. It's like looking back and being like, oh, right. That's what was going on 50 years ago, 40 years ago. Um, so to be honest, Pat, I don't know if other people said this to you. When I read this and looked at this, this feels like in a different category than your other writing. This feels like, wow, this has got huge and and obviously you've had huge influence you've helped so many people so many organizations your writing is is uh is so helpful and you know catalytic in so many ways but this feels like it's in a different category what's your thought for the future of working genius what are you thinking about what's your kind of dream for this what's your hope uh for uh this as it kind of continues to ripple out well as i've gone through my own healing in my life which is Mm. really the essence of our spiritual life is healing you know it's be healed Mm -hmm. I've come to take hold things a little more lightly and realize it's mm. all a gift. And so mm. when somebody first saw this, one of the guys in our mm-hmm. office who has who has discernment mm. and galvanizing, mm-hmm. which is called an mm-hmm. intuitive activator, he looked at this and he mm. said right away, this is going to be bigger than the five dysfunctions of a team, which is the, wow. the most yeah, popular yeah. book. That's saying a lot. Yeah. We're convinced that that's true. I'm also mm-hmm. convinced that this is a gift mm-hmm. and that we just want to steward it well. And mm-hmm. so my hope is that nobody ever Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that so many, so many fewer people feel any sense of guilt or frustration mm-hmm. in work mm-hmm. because they think that there's something wrong with them, but right. more that they realize, right. oh no, I'm just meant to do something else. And that's true mm-hmm. if they're 16 years old or 20 years old getting out of college, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if they're in the midst of their career and they're, and they're, they feel like they're failing, or if they're mm-hmm. retiring and they're saying, God, what mm-hmm. else do you want me to do? I mm-hmm. think it's like, well, I've given, I've imprinted this on your heart. Mm-hmm. Do things like this. Yeah. So yeah. I want the world to be that much more fulfilled in their doing mm-hmm. because they're aligning that with what God has intended for them. So that would Love be, it. that's my, that's my dream, but um, I'm, I'm holding it lightly and letting God take it where it goes. Yeah. I, I would echo that. I do. It does feel like to me, it has that kind of like, oh, this has like long burn, potential in a lot of different organizations and a lot of places. And I'm hoping, frankly, the churches that are listening in today, that they'll take steps to do the assessment, pull their team together, have the conversations. If we're, where do we want to send them if they're thinking, yeah, I would, I want to do that. I want to take some steps. I want to, I want to learn more. I want to jump in and, and kind of get a better sense of this. 
You know, and it's so funny because I, I I have a company, we work, serve the corporate world. And mm-hmm. in the corporate world, we price this very low because mm-hmm. we wanted, we don't want it to just be in the corporate world. But then mm-hmm. when I talk to a church, like, ooh, but it's $25 to take this assessment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but if, if, if somebody had a volume, like, oh, we want this to go throughout our church, we've, we do discounts yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, but sure, take the assessment and yep. the report yep. that comes back is usually like super helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at a team map or you share this with your friends mm-hmm. or your spouse or your boss. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guy in a church that here's a great way to look at this a story, mm-hmm. a guy who worked in a church who was getting ready to do his performance review. And mm-hmm. he knew it was going to be bad. He was, he was struggling mm-hmm. okay. and he took the working genius assessment. He brought it to his manager and said, mm-hmm. I want to go over this with you before. And, and the guy looked at it and said, well, it's no wonder you're struggling. We have you in the wrong job. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and wow. He, he literally said, I got promoted <laughs> because I, because they figured out what to do with me. Right. And so wow. I, the first thing people can do is go to workinggenius.com. It's a website. Mm-hmm. It's our website, working mm-hmm. genius, two G's in the middle. And, mm-hmm. and you can take the assessment. It takes mm-hmm. 12 minutes to take or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. The results are very powerful. This is mm-hmm. a better gift to give somebody mm-hmm. than a tie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Totally. It's like, what do I give somebody that can change their life? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes I think that's a, that's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. One day I'll be glad when we just give it to everybody for free, but we've had to put a lot of time and energy into it and we're selling yeah. it in the corporate world, but in yeah. a church, yeah. that's great. this can be a great tool. No, and again, friends, I would encourage you to do that. Workinggenius.com, go. I think as a bare minimum, that's a great idea. Even this time here, maybe this is what you do instead of Christmas gifts for your staff. This could be a great you know, conversation starter, a great discussion piece. Listen, particularly, you know, I'm thinking particularly on the staff side, you know, you can, you'll get more than $25 value. It even sounds stupid to say that because of course it's more than $25. Right. Repositioning people into their, you know, asking the question of, hey, what, what is the kind of your seat on the bus? Uh, you know, what does that look like? I uh, love it. So I think it could be you great. Know, you know, Rich, we just did a podcast that came out yesterday um, mm-hmm. about working genius and the holidays. And we're, mm. we're encouraging people to actually do this at Thanksgiving and, and Oh, love or, it. <laughs> and just, or just, just take a one page sheet of the six working geniuses mm-hmm. and say mm-hmm. to me, instead of arguing about politics or, or, or playing, doing charades, mm-hmm. it's like, just say, Hey, can any of you, what, which of these do you guys feeds you? Which of these gives yeah, you yeah, joint energy, it. which doesn't. It. And it's like families are like, Oh my gosh, I, I never realized mm-hmm. that about you. That's so true. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you were a kid, mm-hmm. you always were drawn to this. Right. And, it, Love and, it. and, and it's a really wonderful way for a family to celebrate one another's geniuses. And so anyway, well, I, Patrick, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for working genius. Thank you for your your work. I, I got to be honest, just said it's like an honor to get a chance to talk with you a little bit. When your team reached out, I was like, I'm like, do you have the right person? You must have asked the wrong person. You must be looking for someone else, but I'm really super honored to have you on. And you, your work has made an impact. I know you know this has made an impact on lots of leaders' lives. And so the fact that you would come on here just uh, really does, uh, it honors me. And I'm just thankful that you were here today. So thanks for that. Thanks for being on the show today. As the people at Chick-fil-A say, it is totally my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Have a great day. And like again, friends, workinggenius.com. Pick one of those up. Uh, Thanks so much for being with us today, Patrick. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.